All right, this is the Boys Down Bad podcast. We are back. Three men tonight. Chris is here full time today. Thank hey. you. Thanks yep. for showing up. Yeah, you're welcome. Really appreciate you're that, welcome. man. It fit was, into my schedule. How was coaching last week? It's fine. We're two and three. Okay. Uh, it's not great. Pitching staff hasn't put it all together yet, but they will. They will. And then we'll we'll be scary. A lot yeah. of walks. Yeah. We're averaging like seven runs a game on offense. So that's pretty good. It's good enough. Just got to put it together. Yeah, once we do, it'll stay tournament. Shout, here out, come. shout out the boys. Any of the yeah. boys listen to the pod? They do. Nice. They ask okay. about it all the time. Shout out the Southeast boys. Yeah. Let's get it going. Yeah. Um, we we talked about it the past couple pods. The Nebraska Podcast Awards put on by No Block, No Rock Podcast. Um, we got nominated. We got yeah. nominated for all three categories that we asked you guys to vote for. So thank you. We appreciate it. Give it up for the viewers. Thanks to the viewers. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. Um, we do it for the viewers. We do. We do this for the viewers. We do it for the viewers. Um, Peter's just put out a tweet. Yeah, so um, we don't have the voting link yet. That should be coming sometime soon. Yep. But just... So the job's not done. We still need you guys to vote for us. Yeah. So we can win each category. So we category. can win the category. Yeah. The first time people voted, it was to get us nominated. Yep. Now it's... Now we go. Now we go. So thank you guys again. We appreciate that. And thank you to No Block, No Rock. That's awesome. Um, we're going to talk a little Husker spring ball. And speaking of Husker, Husker football, we've got an awesome interview later in the pod with Jeremiah Charles. Awesome kid. He seems He's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I like him a lot. Um, yeah. Fun interview with him. So stick around. That'll be um, after the rest of the pod. So let's jump into it. Spring ball is here. Spring ball. Chris, you were there the other day. I right? was there. Yep, there's four open practices for media. So I was there last Thursday. Last Thursday was the first day of pads. Okay. And they were they were hitting. They were popping. They were pads popping. were popping. They were popping. We Ooh. love that. We love that. Rule said they were gonna hit. They're hitting. That get you going a little bit? It got me fired up. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Nice. The offensive line and defensive line were going at it. Good. Was it like aggressive hitting? It wasn't light. Okay. I mean, they were <laughs> it wasn't like they weren't trying to kill each other, but they weren't. They, but they weren't trying. You know, I mean, they, they weren't, weren't trying not. They weren't being soft. Trying not. To I mean, they were. It was like they would hit in the game. Yeah. Um. Did you go to any practices with Frost? Yes, I did. Was there any difference? Do you think? Well, for, with Frost, we only so we got with open practices this year. We get forty minutes to film mm-hmm. each practice or each each practice. Okay. So what is that? 160 minutes total yeah. for four mm-hmm. practices. With Frost, we got 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, so we were there for only 15 minutes. You got to hustle. Got yeah. Get that shot. But yeah, they were, there was no hitting mm. with Frost. So they were just a, tagging each other. Yeah. Tagging. So it was a, it's a major step up. Okay. You said they were moving quick too. Yeah. So they, they kind of have, it's kind of like stations. I mean, their position coach follows them around, but they use outside and inside. And then, like, they're 10 minutes, and then they're on, like, they move to, you know, if they're at one end inside, they move the other end inside, and then 10 minutes later, they go outside, and then they just rotate. Nice. So they're always on the move. Nobody's standing around watching. It was impressive. Love it. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, Dylan Riola was here. Did you see him at all? I did not see him. No. Um, Peter's claimed that this could be a program changing weekend. Yeah, I think the t- weekend of the 25th in 
four years when you look back on Nebraska's <laughs> rise to glory, you're going to look back on 325-23 and say, this is the day that did. I mean, how many five stars did we have? In? I think three fives. It was like number one, two, and three in the in the rankings, right? Um, or is that I know it was the... Raiola was obviously number one, and then we had the number one wide receiver and the number one offensive tackle. Nice. So we had num like number one overalls across the board, and then like even the three stars that were there were very high three stars that had a lot of offers because I mean you get official visit weekends where it's a lot of just like in-state guys, which we love the in-state guys, mm-hmm. but the weekends where there's five stars coming from Arizona, California, Texas, those are, they're a little bit different. It's exciting. I saw, I think I was talking to Jordan last night. How much money do you think Nebraska spent on this weekend? I want to know lot. like what they do for Cause they're, they're there the whole weekend. I'm assuming they're doing stuff with the coaches. The I would assume time. so. I mean, well, especially, I mean, the coaching staff's got to put all their attention to like Rayola and yeah. those other two five stars. Like, I'm taking I mean, them out to dinner probably. Mm-hmm. It's dinners. It's you have to photo like, shoot tours, catering, catering tours. So we had that like 360 like camera that oh like, yeah spins around. Those yep. can't be cheap. <laughs> I bet <laughs> we spent hundred grand just on this weekend. Oh, for hundred grand, that might be, that's steep. I don't think it's that much. Texas spent almost a million. They spent like seven hundred thousand on when it was Arch Manning, and I mean, you got to think food, you're catering all that in because probably yeah. they probably sent the private jet out to Rayola. If you because Rayola's dad played here, so they probably yeah. he probably came on the so there's team's jet, so which is probably free. I mean, it it costs like the team. Yeah, the it, team already or the university already owns the owns the jet. Maybe so. yeah, fifty grand. That, good, that, I, I could really see that. About that. I could see that. I do really want to know, like, what... I don't know what you do. But are the meals, like, if they're going out to dinner, they're probably getting the dinner for a cheaper price, I'm sure. Or they probably pay a flat fee, and then they can eat whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's an interesting question, actually. I mean, you're, we like, have Rayola on the pod, we'll, yeah. we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him. <laughs> I wonder, like, NIL talk, how much... What what kind of numbies are we dishing out at the? I guess the coach the, the coaches can't yeah well, do the, any sure NIL. Yeah, I'm sure there are boosters at these. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like hey, yeah. I bet. I mean, Ryle is going to get so much wherever he goes. Yeah. I mean, the kid that went. There was a kid that got nine million to go to Miami. That was a four star. It wasn't even the number one in his class. Nine million dollars. And then That's Florida stupid. offered nine, and then came back and said they don't have the full. Nine million. I mean, he's gonna get like six million dollars to come wherever he goes, probably in NIL money that that's crazy. doesn't really have to do anything for. Yeah, that's crazy. I've got a, a hookup with NIL talk, so we'll have him on the pod soon to discuss how all that works. Because I was talking to him a couple weeks ago, and there's just a lot that goes into it that people don't know. I bet. So it's probably a crazy process. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any other Husker news? Tommy Hill's back. Tommy Hill was Tommy back Hill's at practice back. after one day hiatus. Mm-hmm. It was kind I, of funny. Rule, did you see the yeah. videos of Rule going up and taking a picture yeah. of him? <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, holy shit, is that? He's Tommy back Hill? at practice. Yeah. <laughs> He's here. I like the as I think it's kind of corny the number thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets a single digit number yet. 
it's corny, but it also incentivizes these guys to work. Because, like, yeah. Tommy Hill doesn't want to be number 31 this season. Yeah. Like, and then Smothers is 18. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the quarterbacks were already double-digit numbers anyway. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> these guys, is Marcus Washington back? For the year? Yeah. Like, is he coming back? Yeah. I th- yeah, he is. Because, like, he was wearing number, like, 17. Like, he doesn't want to wear 17 this no, year. No, yeah. yeah. Like, he wants to get his seven back. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Still no Anthony Grant. Yeah, he'll, he'll be Who back. Who knows with that situation? He'll be back. He'll, he'll be, be back. back. He'll be back. Casey Thompson's sitting on the sidelines. He'll Jeff's, be back. Jeff Sims isn't throwing a real ball yet. <laughs> yeah. Which, maybe it'll help. The more we, like, talked it out, it makes a little sense. Fundamentals. Yeah. I do think, fundamentals. like... It's early. It's... <laughs> we're weekend. Yeah, it's more. You're also learning a brand new offense. Yeah. And you're, like... You're kind of regressing learning a new offense because mm-hmm. you're having to, like in the NFL, you hardly are ever going under center. Right. Yeah. And now you're having to learn how to run an offense under center. Yeah. Like that can't be super easy. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. We'll see. Be I'll be there. I was there Tuesday, so we'll see. Okay. Keep us updated. Yeah. Maybe get us some exclusive shots. Yeah. Before right. they get put out on some interviews go chat yeah. it up with some of these guys. yeah i should yeah you uh, try what i can try yeah he won't try he won't i'll be wearing the boys down bad podcast hat so okay i'm excited like for the brand when you're there in the future when these guys we've interviewed are like if they, there, if, if they, if they like recognize the hat yeah pretty cool. see let's move into the down bads of the week i think we got a couple good ones chris what do you got? I'm going to go with hypocrites. They're down bad. It's general. Very general. So, hear me out. Okay. So, in the Creighton game, there was a foul that was called late in the game. Yep. Basically decided the game. People that I've talked to that said in the Super Bowl, oh, they shouldn't have called it because of the, you know, time oh, the left in the Super Yeah. Yeah. Time left in the, or the holding. Whatever side they were on, whether you were for it, or against the call in the Super Bowl, you should take the same exact stance in this Creighton game. Mm-hmm. Don't flip back and forth. Like I talked to one coworker today. He's like, they shouldn't have called that foul. It was barely any contact and all this. I'm like, well, you just said a month ago that they should have called the that the pass interference should have been called. True. It doesn't matter how much time's left. If it's a foul, it's a foul. Yeah. So people that are wishy washy, stop that crap. <laughs> Which I it's pissing me off. I, agree. I was kind of wishy washy on it, pissing me off. But now I, like, because it was a foul. Yeah. Like he he it had his arm, foul, yeah. he had his hand on his hip. Yeah. I guess I, it was a pass. It was holding in the Super Bowl. I just yeah. didn't like the call. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, you I have mean, to call it. Yeah, it re- and I feel like that happens a lot in football and in basketball. Like last play of the game, someone drives the lane. A lot of times they get fouled. They never yeah. they never call it. Yeah. I mean, like, in the Super Bowl, I was cheering against the Chiefs, so obviously I was pissed. Yeah. But I was happy with this game because I was cheering against Creighton. Mm-hmm. Like, you can still be mad about the yeah. call or whatever, but, like, looking back on the Super Bowl, I'm like, okay, it probably should have been called because it mm-hmm. was a holding. I didn't think about that, yeah. But, point. like, if you take a step back without cheering for either team, you can say, oh, it was a foul. It should have been called. A foul should be a foul at any point in the game. Yeah, it shouldn't matter how much time's left, like – 
if it's if it's there, you got to call it. Mm-hmm. You can't now. just you can't determine. Oh, there's one second left. I shouldn't call a foul here if he just hacks the shit out of him. Yeah. Like if you're on the other side it. of this argument, you say one was the Super Bowl and one was in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Still. Still, it's yeah. the same. It's. I think. I get what you're saying, like, because I was saying, like, yeah, you have to make the players earn it. So if I'm a Creighton fan, I'm more upset. Obviously, I'm pissed about the foul. Yeah. But there definitely should have been time added back. Yeah. I do agree with that. And I there's it what, should have been two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And it should have. But been they Creighton's said the ball. time didn't. No, it was off Creighton. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was okay. off Creighton. So it would have been San Diego State's ball anyway, and the game would have been over. Okay, but for some reason I thought they should have just been. said, "Give the ball to San Diego State, let them throw it in bounds, and the game's over." Yeah, don't talk about this stopwatch crap either. That was stupid. Yeah, like just give them the ball with point two. They throw it in, touch it, game over. I agree. So like, I don't know what they were talking about with the stopwatch, but I didn't. I didn't even know the stopwatch was brought up. Yeah, they apparently they. Because the clock didn't start, it's supposed to start right when the ball's touched on the right. inbound. Apparently, with the human error, it didn't start right when the ball was touched when both players went up. Mm-hmm. So that's why they said if it would have started on time, there would have been no time left. So they ah. brought a stopwatch out, and one of the refs held the stopwatch and started the stopwatch at they, 1.2 going they can't, down. They can't change it because of that, though, right? Yeah, they can. So if Gene Steratore, yeah, because Gene Steratore is like with the human error, they have to go to a stopwatch, which is what they did in the olden days, like before TV and all that, and replay and actually like time it out, time it out, which again is still human error because you have to. When start do you start the stopwatch? It. Like, I don't know. It just True. there's a bad reason. ending to the game, but I was still happy. Yeah, and at first I didn't think it was a foul. But then when you saw a close-up, he yeah. got him on the hip, and it's a floater where you can really, like, you get moved even just with, like, a little bit of contact on the hip. Where if it's a shot where he's probably not, like, in his hip there. Yeah. And if it's a layup, I feel like you get a little bit more leeway as the yeah. defender to give him a little bump. And if it's egregious, like, you have to call it. Yeah. Yeah, like, he didn't shove him a ton, but he did just enough – where he was in the air, it affected him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was shocked they called it. I actually was, too. I yeah. didn't think they were going to, and then the guy put his hand up. Well, we'll uh, talk about Creighton a little bit later yeah. in the podcast. But good yeah. one, Chris. Yeah. Um, Jordan? Yeah, so my down bat is uh, Luka Doncic. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mavs went all in for Kyrie, which... They did. I mean, it. Kyrie is a good basketball player. You can say what you want about him off the court and what he does. Flat earther. He's probably, yeah. He's probably not the best teammate. <laughs> and Luca came out and said, some, he said that he just isn't having fun. He said, like, over the last month he's not having fun. Yeah. Which is basically well, how long the they've exact had Kyrie. Same timeline as he said he Kyrie doesn't feel the, the same joy on the court lately. He mentioned there's a lot going on beyond basketball. Which hmm. Kyrie, hmm. I just like Chris was saying before, Kyrie was only going to be happy in one place, and that's LA. Mm-hmm. And the Nets were just never going to trade him there. No, because it came out that like the Lakers were the only team that they weren't going to consider trading Kyrie to. Which 
I mean, if you're the Nets, I don't know why you didn't because you could have gotten a lot from. I mean, they got a lot. From, they got a lot from Dallas, which yeah. is stupid on Dallas. That sucks. For yeah, because like if you're Dallas, you just don't need Kyrie really. No, they were doing fine without him. I mean, I. It's one of those things where like you try and stack as much talent, and you hope that it just works, but I don't know. Luca, like he just seemed like. He just played and had so much fun, and he was fun to watch. And he's clearly not happy. Yeah, and it's like, is he gonna? What do you think Kyrie is doing in the locker room that's like just screwing up these teams so bad? I think he just doesn't. He doesn't want to play. Like, <laughs> I don't look over he... his career. He like finds ways not to play. Whether it's oh, I'm fasting this week. I I can't play yeah, or like. Whatever the reason is, he just finds ways to like not play, and he just shows up whenever he wants. And he balls out. He does play good. It's impressive that he can do that. Yeah. But as a teammate, you got to be like, what the hell? Yeah. I'm practicing all the time. I'm playing every game, Mm -hmm. and this guy can come in whenever he wants and do whatever, and it's okay. I could see it not being so much what Kyrie does. It's more like he's just... Everybody's got to like act different when Kyrie walks in. Sure. Um, so it's, and he maybe, takes the ball away from Luca a lot. Yeah. Maybe like Kyrie's not like saying the wildest stuff in the locker room to where it's like causing issues, but it's just there's just such a weird dynamic where mm-hmm. like you if you mention one thing about what Kyrie has said about anything, because if true. you say like the world is round, is Kyrie gonna <laughs> freak out <laughs> and? <laughs> sit out for 10 games yeah yeah and in Luca's position like Dallas really good team without Kyrie he was he the was, star he was the guy yeah they were doing fine without him they bring in another star in theory it sounds nice yeah but if that star is taking away from Luca taking away his touches his taking touches away his it probably minutes. it's probably not as fun anymore He's I mean everyone's looking at Kyrie and like Kyrie's doing all this for the Mavs, and yeah. Luca's kind of like it's one. Th- it's I'm still good. It's one thing if Luca was the guy, but his team sucked. Yeah, then I get bringing him in. But yeah, Luca's the guy. The team's doing well, and then they bring in another guy. Yeah, basically saying like you're not good enough to take us where we want to go, yeah. Luca. We need another guy with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, what? How long do we think Kyrie's contract is? Because I don't know, it's probably two or three years. This I wouldn't pay him any more than that. Don't know if he's going to show up. True. I'm just looking to see like how long. Okay, so he signed. Well, he can be year. a free agent this year. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. So they were giving. Basically, Dallas was hoping to get him for a rental. Yeah, Hopefully, they do well, much. get to the Western Conference Finals or the Finals, and then he's like, oh. We can then win can a championship. Then he can or, go to LA. Or he could be like, oh, I can win a championship in Dallas. I'll stay. Yeah. Or, true. But now since they're doing bad, he's going to go to LA. So yeah. I mean, he Dallas is screwed. He wanted to go to LA, and that he just was never going to get there. So I don't know why he just didn't just hang out in Brooklyn. I guess, like, maybe you get luck in. Because they like, were going to be bad, too, without KD. He probably knew KD was leaving, and so yeah. he's like, I want out, too. Yeah. I, why would I'm done. You want to say, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, um, my down bad is the Chiefsaholic guy. Are you? 
Peter said maybe he's up good. Could be up good. Yeah. On he's up good right now. Yeah, he will be down. He bad. will be down bad. Correct. Because he probably by the end of the week yeah, when this he, comes out. So for those of you who don't know who Chief Saholic is, he's this guy who would dress up in a wolf costume and go to all these Chiefs games in like super nice seats. And everyone was like, "How is he paying for this?" Turns out he would rob banks with guns in the wolf costume and then go to the Chiefs games. So he, um, how do you get away with that for a season? I don't know. It was truly incredible, but he, um, was on, I don't, he wasn't arrested. He was on or he bail. Was, he was, uh, he arrested. was arrested, but got bail or something. Or got bail. He had a future. He did have a future. Yes. Yeah. Does, did that get him out of jail? I don't know how it all worked. Maybe he exactly, paid his bail with he, the future. Who knows? Can you do that? He, yeah, I mean, the, he won. The future's in your account. Yeah, he won. And you, have, <laughs> you just have somebody log into your account, cash out. Yeah, then pay his bail. That would be electric if you were in jail and your future hit and you got out of jail yeah. because of that. <laughs> but he had an ankle monitor, cut it off, and now he's on the run. So no one knows where Chief Saholic is. Um, he's up good right now, but if he Overall, gets caught, he's going to be down very bad. Yeah. There's a million-dollar bounty for yeah. him so if we find him we're turning we're it. set we're set for a while um well but yeah kind of just a crazy story i have a question that we probably don't know the answer to okay if you collect a bounty mm-hmm. is that pre-tax it's a great question i would assume it's taxed i, I would assume they tax the million dollars because why wouldn't they yeah they would i mean you're just doing you're doing a good act yeah, I bet you they like, still would. Tax they tax it, hundred percent, hundred percent, because tax. the money's coming from the government. Yeah, so you're so the why, bounty. So yeah, they're like, I mean, we're going to tax it and give worth, you less. It's obviously still worth it at a million. You'd yeah. be getting five hundred and fifty thousand like, of it. Yeah, like if somebody's bounty is like ten grand, it's like, is am I really going to go it? through all this <laughs> to get like six grand? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not going to be on the lookout. That's a, that's a good question. If you're then. Definitely taxed. Oh, it's definitely taxed. Yeah, classic. It's yeah. the government for you. <laughs> it's the Biden government we live in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Chiefs all like down bad. Up good, up good now. slash down. Up good, up good will now. be down bad. Will yeah. be down bad. By the we'll... time this comes out, he's probably down bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recording on Monday, he'll probably be caught by Friday, or maybe he won't be. Maybe not. Maybe he'll just he's be on the that, run. He's got that future. Maybe he just took off the. Bahamas or something, and he's just wherever hiding. you can't get extradited. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Good down bads. Let's move into a little bit of. Actually, we're gonna do the parlay first. Boys down bad parlay. Is Boys back. down bar- Boys down bad parlay is back because final four is on Saturday, so we can uh, give some picks. We probably could have been doing this during. It's tough because lines we move. record on Monday or Tuesdays and then we release it on Friday and they don't have lines for weekend games. And so games are on Thursday. Sure. Yeah. So haven't been able to do it, but Boys Down Bad Parlay's back. If you recall, we're plus money. So getting you some more winners. Yeah. We're gonna and do some more with... winners today. Oh I guess it will be four. Potential four. Man parlay. Put... Yeah, Trevin... four man. Yeah, we'll do four man. Yeah. We'll get Trevin's. We're gonna pick. get Trevin on the horn here. Oh, should we do this later? Nah, it's fine. That's fine. We'll do it now, Chris. Yeah. 
What do you got? What's your pick for the Final Four Boys Down Bad Parlay? First leg is going to be Miami Hurricanes plus five and a half. Okay. Now, people say, well, UConn's won every game by 17 or more. They have. That's what I said. correct. But Miami is just as good. Miami can shoot. They can score. They play no defense. Uh, Zero defense. Zero. But I like Jim Laranaga. He's got the experiment or experience over Dan Hurley. Yeah. He's taken a team to the Final Four. He knows what it's like to play in, or to coach in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. And he's just a guy to root for. Like you could see him on the sideline. He just has confidence in his players and doesn't yell at them. He just is like, "We're going to stick to the game plan and it's going to work." Okay. They can keep. It. I think it'll be close. Yeah. They may not win, but it's a good pick. I think it'll they'll be close. Final Four. It's a Final Four. It's got to be a close game. Yeah. Peters, what's your pick? Yeah, so this is one where, for all the reasons Chris just said, Miami plays no defense. The smart thing would be to say under because it's they're going to tighten up, they're going to have the nerves. But we're taking over 149. Miami mm-hmm. plays no defense. UConn can shoot the lights out of the gym. Yep. Miami yeah. can shoot. They can. You know, the thing is, I don't think that we're going to get a 16-1 run in this game. I think it's going to be a tight game. We're trading baskets. We're getting over. Fouls at the end. Fouls at the end. They're not going to matter. Maybe take an alternate. Ooh. Alternate wow. over. <laughs> but we're going to stick with the 149. We just can't have it. A 12-0 kills us. <laughs> That's fine. Well, yeah, it depends how fast. Yeah. Happens, I mean, at 12. Yeah. Miami and Houston had a huge run in it. and True. They still scored 160 some. That's a good pick. Yeah, over 149. I love that pick so much that I'm going Miami-UConn first half over 70 over for every reason that you guys have said. Miami plays zero defense, absolutely none. None. UConn has been blowing people out. They're going to be scoring a ton of points. Miami can shoot really well. They showed it in the game against Texas when they came back. And Texas is good defensively. Yeah, they just didn't miss. Yeah, ever. So the first half's gonna fly over. The game's gonna fly over, and that one's gonna hit for sure. So we get yeah, Trevin. Same game. Yeah, same game. So we're gonna have see what Trevin. Trevin we'll see has, what Trevin does. He's gonna have to pick the other game. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to wait to see what he says and kay. see if he picks. We're we gonna do a roulette right after this. Uh, we'll just get his number. Okay. Yeah. Because he'll have to do. We're his calling rant, Trevin. Too. Need him to pick up. He's doing the tax. Great podcast. Yeah, this is not great. Oh no! Could become a three manner. Maybe he's running to the running to the car. Facetime. Oh, here we there go. He there is. he is. Hey there. Hey, so, Trevin. Put it up. Yeah. You're on the boys down bad. Um, you got a pick for March Madness. Final four. Final four. Parlay. Parlay. Oh Bo- gosh. <laughs> I just might have broke something. <laughs> He might have broke something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. What did you time. break? Some blinds that work. Oh, no. It's just, uh, <laughs> somebody just looked at me. No. <laughs> 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 Anyways, all right. <laughs> Later problem. Anything, yeah. j- anything jump out to you? What have you guys taken? Um, <laughs> Miami spread. First half over and total over. So we have three on the same game. So if you, 
<laughs> Anything jump out to you in the FAU game? Um, F- on the spot, huh? Yeah. It's a gut call. Okay. <laughs> this is a really good podcast. Let me, let me look at one thing really quick. Okay. He's doing some research. Could it be in all Florida? No. I don't like FAU. We're just going to take the over. Okay. All right. A lot of overs. Everybody looks at that game and says, oh, SDSU can play D. Well, FAU likes to push the ball. I think they're going to try to control the tempo. and It's going to be a tight game, and there's going to be a lot of fouling at the the end that will get us to the over. Okay. Love it. Great analysis. A lot of overs. Yeah. Love that. A lot of points in the final four. Yeah, and then <laughs> we got you for your rant on the J-Skirt. Yeah. yeah. So, have you guys talked about this at all? Nope. We will after you're done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily a rant, but I just had to get some things off my chest and kind of open up a discussion. Okay. Okay. So, here, so, yesterday I was watching the Creighton game, and I don't think I've ever – actively cheered as hard against the team as I was yesterday. I was fist pumping every time they did something bad. I was like, it was thrilling when they lost. It was it was almost concerning how happy it made me. <laughs> okay. So, and Tava, my girlfriend that I have. Uh, Whoa, watching, you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Wow. She was watching it with me and was like wondering how I could get so excited at a team losing. And I'm like, you know, that's a, that's a fair question. And... I don't know. I mean, we all hate J-Skers. That's obviously the reason. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just the J-Skers. But then I was thinking, you know, what if, like, UNO made a run in the tournament? I feel like all the Husker fans would be supporting them. And there's a lot of UNO fans that support Husker football. And, like, mm-hmm. that that's not a problem at all. So why is it Creighton? Why do we hate Creighton so much? Like, don't get me wrong. Absolutely hate Creighton. Hate J-Skers. <laughs> why is it oh that's a really that's good question. a really good question yeah i mean mm. they are kind of they like they do get really cocky so that very cocky yeah they just think they're better uh, than everyone else help. i mean they think they're better than us um but then they also cheer for us yeah so like during football and basketball so. can, like if you grew up in omaha you can be a Creighton fan and a Husker football fan, but you have to be a bigger Husker fan, like Husker basketball fan. If you're if you're at a Nebraska Creighton game and you're wearing blue, I don't think you should be able to support the Husker football team. It was always my train of thought. Agreed. Yeah. But you can be a Creighton fan and a Husker football fan if you're more of a Husker fan. It's You're more kinda, of a Husker football fan. More of a Husker no, like more of a Husker basketball, basketball fan. Basketball, yeah. Oh, hmm. So, like, if you cheer for Creighton and Nebraska basketball, both you have to cheer. If you want to cheer for Husker football, you have to cheer for Nebraska basketball more yeah. than Creighton. You can cheer yeah, for both. Red when Huskers and Creighton are playing. You have to wear red. That's. I think that's a fair way to kind of draw the line. My my thought is, if you're a Jaysker, so. You're more of a Creighton fan in basketball and more of a Hus- and you're a Husker fan in football, then you shouldn't be able to take um, ownership of either. You're just an Nebraska fan. You're a yeah. fan of the state. You're a fan you're, of the state. Yeah, you don't yeah. have a team. 
That's fair. You don't get to take credit for Nebraska's wins, and you don't get to take credit for Creighton's Creighton's. wins. That's fair. Yeah. Because really, you don't have a team. You don't have a team. You have two teams. Yeah. Yeah? You can't be... I was trying to relate it to football, I guess. We're not really rivals. Well, we're rivals. We're rivals. You can't be a Bears and a Packers fan. You can't. Yeah. You can't be a Texas and an Oklahoma fan. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Once I started thinking about, like, UNO, I'm like, hmm, I would definitely, like, be cheering for them if they made the tournament. I would, too. Yeah. That's a good point. Team. I think it's just because the Creighton fans suck. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't really yeah. have an, a specific example. Yeah, that's just where my head was at yesterday. I mean, I was, I was way too excited to see them lose. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. that You raise a lot of good points, Trev. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Do you have a, uh, a roulette number that we can write down for you? We're doing that again. <laughs> you sure are. Wait, I'm not, not in. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, 29. 29. 29. 29. All right. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll let you know if it hits or not. Okay. Yeah, I thought we were just doing it now, but... We'll let you know later. All right. All right. right. Take care. Thanks for calling in. That's a really good point. He brings up some good points. Because I would be cheering for UNO, I think. I would, too. If they were in the tournament. Yeah. But I could not cheer for Creighton. No. I was like him. Like I was over the moon when they lost. Yeah. I think it's because Creighton fans just love – they're kind of like Chiefs fans. They love just posting right after they win, and like, they never post when they lose. And or they like, they yeah. never you like they blame other people when they lose. Yeah. It's like oh the or refs you don't suck. Hear them, like or... talking after like I don't know. You don't hear them talking all year unless they beat Nebraska or if they just win. It'll just be like a post on social media. Mm-hmm. And like I don't like I don't post like when the Huskers win. I don't like post something. Yeah, but it's because I'm I also die with the team. Yeah. Like, I'm living and I'm dying. Mm-hmm. So I don't exactly. I don't need to I'm not getting so high for a win because I know that it could come crashing down yeah. and then then you're the guy who just posts when your team wins and then people don't like that. Yeah. So I think they just they just like talking about Creighton when they're winning. They and, just think they're better than everyone else. Like they I think they look down on Nebraska fans. Yeah, for basketball. Oh yeah. Which I mean, okay, fine. Like, yeah, you guys have been more successful, but so we beat you. We beat you this year, and they still are like, oh, we'll we'll just win in the tournament. We'll and just it, win the tournament. Yeah, you guys never win in the tournament. Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, we still beat you this year. Yeah, I think yeah. they just always have that. Like, if they lose to Nebraska, then they're just like, well, we'll just win. We'll get to the tournament, and then that's their excuse. Mm-hmm. After Nebraska beat him, you didn't hear anything from Creighton fans for a, a while mm-hmm. until basically the tournament. Yeah, they true. all went quiet. Like, oh, do we suck this year? Like, and they did. They did for a while. Yeah, and now, and then all of a sudden they started winning close to the tournament, and then in the tournament, and then you heard mm-hmm. again from them. Like, I w- I feel like I wouldn't have a problem if they were like ride or die all the time. Yeah, if they were ride or die. Husker fans, I still wouldn't like them, but I would at least respect if you're they're all in on their team. Yeah, yeah. I can respect that, and I I can understand like if you were born in Omaha, 
live in Omaha, went to an Omaha high school. Okay, fine. Like, I get it. You're probably Creighton's the local team in Omaha. Yeah. Like, if you're from Lincoln or pretty much anywhere else in the state and went to Nebraska, you should cheer for Nebraska. I don't feel like I, I know anybody outside of that was born or lived in Omaha that is a Creighton fan over a Nebraska fan. I think the only people I know are from Omaha. From Omaha. Yeah. yeah. So say Omaha or say Creighton gets a football team. Would these Creighton fans be Creighton football fans over Nebraska fans? Doubt it. Probably I not. I bet you they wouldn't. They would say they were, but, but they're not. But they no. wouldn't be because Creighton would suck yeah. in football. Hmm. I think you have to be because it'd be the opposite basically of basketball. Like Creighton's good right now, so they're getting recruits. Nebraska basketball hasn't been good. They're mm-hmm. not getting good recruits. Maybe that's it'll be flipped. Like I don't like Creighton fans because a lot of people just like Creighton because they're good or yeah. because they're better than Nebraska. Yeah. So then they just like to follow them. Yeah. Bandwagons. I yeah, feel like bandwagon. you have to be all in on a team, and I just don't think Creighton fans will say they're all in. But if you're cheering for a different team for football. I get you don't have a football team, mm-hmm. but like, go be all in on two sports. Like, yeah, we live and die for football, and then basketball, and then if baseball starts going, we'll we'll talk about baseball. Yeah. yeah so who do they who do they cheer for in baseball? Creighton or probably Creighton or Nebraska? That's like a, when that's a good like question. when Gordon was here, were they cheering for Creighton baseball? Or were they cheering for Nebraska in the World Series? It's a great question. I think you have. Bet to you be- they were cheering for Nebraska and Alex Gordon. You have to be all in on two sports, and then I'll respect you. Yeah. I don't have to like you, but I'll respect you. I if will never like That's fair. Them. Yeah. If you're all in on Creighton soccer and basketball, and you're living and dying on those two sports, I respect it because you're all Major in. sports, not soccer. Okay, baseball. You got a, two of the three major sports, and maybe I'll respect you. Actually, I won't. I won't. Just don't... <laughs> I simply don't, won't. Yeah. I mean, I'm just never going to... Really, I will hate you. I'm never going to love... Like, I don't know. A Creighton I, fan. We should have a Creighton fan on the pod, actually. We should have and talk Baylor Shireman. Yeah, maybe we'll get Baylor Shireman on the pod. Gone that day. We'll just... <laughs> <laughs> Got something on the calendar. We should... I I do want to talk to... Because I, I don't know if I've like had a full-on conversation about that with a Creighton fan. Like, why are they a Creighton fan? And like, be pointless. It'd be like talking to a wall. <laughs> be pointless. Yep. <laughs> no, but actually, it no, probably I, would actually be interesting. Yeah, I would like to hear their reasoning and to why they are a Creighton fan, and what if or they're a Creighton and then Nebraskan football. Yeah, I think well, I think they're going to say because Creighton doesn't have a football team. Yeah, that's but true. That's but not then, a valid but reason. But then, would you be a Creighton football fan if they had a team? Yeah, yeah, that'd be a good answer. That'd be good to find out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Um, good conversation. Let's just briefly talk about Sweet 16 Elite Eight action that happened. Um, told you all along that Bama yeah, sucks. Yep. I told Classic. you knew that was coming. after every win that we marked them down for in the tournament that they were going to lose. Um, and they did. And they looked terrible. They looked really bad. It's classic Alabama, classic NATO. It's choking in the tournament. They did look bad. I said it time and time again. Pressure got to them. Um, Quinterly was just against SDSU. He was just so set on trying to make 
these like ridiculous layups and they he was just getting blocked every time it's like just shoot yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. like a rope was just waiting for him yeah to go like driving well, right he's just waiting for him to go left and just blocking it five rows doesn't help that your best player and a lottery pick has the worst turn tournament performance ever yeah i was so i was listening to that game while i was hitting some range balls and the announcers were just saying miss shot after miss shot after miss shot yeah i'm like they haven't scored in yeah i think they had it 12-0 sdsu did yeah every team that i wanted to win every time they'd be winning and then you'd see that little ticker come across 12-0 12-0 in the last five minutes. That Okay, I have a, a thought about... Because whenever a team goes on a run, they put the ticker up that says... They either say zero field goals in the Scoring past, drought. Scoring drought. Zero field goals in the last whatever. Yep. And when that pops up and you have hypothetical money on one of the teams, that is the worst feeling. It's an, like, and it's, it's an always all, on the team you're hypothetically betting It's bad feeling because you're like, yeah, I know that they <laughs> haven't made a shot in 10 minutes. That's I know you, that. Yeah. That's you don't you, need to tell me. Yeah, I've you been watching if, the game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me. Your team could still be covering, hypothetically, mm-hmm. but you see that, and it's like, okay, this is a loss. Yeah, yeah. it's... It's, one it's the, always the team you be, you hypothetically bet on. Yes. It's never like your team and then the team you didn't bet on. No. It's like got that scoring drive. It's always the team. It's like you're hell on. yeah. The other team's on a we're on a 10-0 mm-hmm. and we're up by 15 now. It's like no. no. It's a 10-0 against it, you. It is and the worst feeling. Yeah, the spread six and a half and now you're only up by four. It's yeah. just the worst feeling in betting when that that thing pops up, that ticker. It is. Yeah. That happened so many times. Over March. I'm ready for March to be done. Um, yeah, we talked about Creighton losing. Um, Texas was up, f- what, 15 in the second half? I think they kind of thought the, the game 13? was over. Yeah. Miami just started making shots, and Texas couldn't do anything. Texas stopped driving to the hoop, just started just, shooting jump shots. Yeah, and just blew it. Went cold. Couldn't make a shot. <laughs> um, the Z- Gonzaga... So that bad. Gonzaga UConn game was one of the worst game, one of the worst, one of the most pathetic um, attempts at playing basketball in the second half by Gonzaga that I've ever seen. I stopped watching. Bad game by Timmy. They score. I Timmy has they another have like year. Five field goals in the second half. Something yeah, like that. something like that. Do you know Timmy has another year? Yeah, I can't believe that. So does Joey Hauser. It's unreal. Oh, I hate Hauser. Timmy's gonna be back for like his seventh year. <laughs> You think he'll come back? Yeah, I thought I he. I thought he said that he wasn't. I think Hauser has said that. He's oh, Hauser was. I bet Timmy comes back. I mean, what else is he gonna do? He's been there longer than Perry Ellis was at Kansas. Yeah, I mean, he's been there. He should like transfer to some like a school where he could actually like win a title. Were we having that conversation? I was having that conversation with someone. If you're at this really good mid-major school. And killing it. Why would you not go like big time? Why would I would you agree, like, except UCLA? for Gonzaga. I mean, they're one through three seed every year, but yeah, they're just but they never going to win it all. Choke. Yeah, but they're. I mean, where? I mean, where would he go? North Carolina. You missed the tournament. You know you're going to the tournament at Gonzaga, and you're going to be a high seed. What if he goes to, like UCLA? Is he a starter on UCLA? I'm not sure he is a starter. I mean, maybe. Probably. Yes. Yeah. He's got so much experience. That much experience. Maybe. 
even if you're like, if you go one through five, he drops just, thirty okay. against UCLA. Okay, at UCLA, over thirty okay. against UCLA. How many other teams is he a starter on? He's not starting at Alabama. No, he's not he's... starting at Kentucky. No, over Shebway. No, he's not. Well, he could play at four. If you could get Timmy, he's at... not starting at Duke. He's not starting at Tennessee. I would take. Oh, him. he would start at Tennessee. No, he would not with those two big guys. He's the only had. guy who can score. Tennessee can't score. I know, but. With those two big guys they had, I don't think he would have started. He would have came off the bench. He could have played a three. <laughs> he what has if no he goes, ball handling skills to be a three. What if he goes he like Kansas? ball handling skills. I don't think he would have well, – he might have started Kansas. This year he would have started Kansas because they didn't have a big guy. Last year he wouldn't have started because they had no. the big guy. Well, we're talking about next year. Kansas you, will have a big you guy You really don't year. think he would start at these schools? There are a few schools he would not start at. I don't think he'd start – like what about if he goes to Texas? I don't think he starts at Texas. Not over DeSue. DeSue's a five. Okay, but who is there for? Timmy Allen? He's not starting over Timmy Allen. Yeah, maybe not Texas. If he goes to Nebraska. He's starting at Nebraska. No oh, doubt. God. I would love that. I would hate that. I'd love to see Timmy in Nebraska jersey. <laughs> I would love it, but I would also hate it because I hate Timmy. <laughs> I mean, Timmy's good, but he's not. I mean, like. He's he, he's not super athletic. That's why you play him at like the four. He's smart. He can get a bucket. He is he, smart. He's a bucket, I don't think he's. Hacked. I think I he'd think be like a really good he sixth. Starts, he starts at most. I think he starts at ninety-five percent of schools. I mean, at the top, like look at the top seeds this year. He's not starting at Alabama. He's not starting at Purdue. He's not starting at Houston. You don't think he would start at Purdue? No. Oh, him and Zach. Oh, him eat. and Edie would go. They I don't think he never not get a rebound. I don't think he's a really good sixth man at a lot of the top top teams. I disagree. He might start if he comes off the bench at the start of the year. He's starting by the tournament. I guarantee it. At I don't think so because he can be a really good sixth guy for those for those teams and score on the for the bench. The thing is, think I'd of rather... how good Purdue would be if they had Edie starting, and then you get Timmy to come in for him. And you, you almost get better. If I'm Drew Timmy, I'm going somewhere warm <laughs> for my sixth year. Well, he's already Gonzaga in Gonzaga. Is Gonzaga warm. is warm. It's in California. No, no it's in or, Washington. It, they're in Spokane, Washington. It's probably Washington. raining half the days. It's still, it's warm, still warm, though. It's I'd still like to, 70. You go to UCLA. You hang out on the beach. You get some buckets. I don't know. <laughs> some years out. some years he may not start UCLA. It'd be close. I disagree. I think he's starting at almost every school. Almost every school. I disagree. Maybe every school. Because <laughs> you're no. taking ex- Nate Oates would love Drew Timmy. Nate Oates Duke would no. love Drew Timmy. Timmy's Caroline not starting would. over Betty Ocko and Brandon Miller. And Griffin. Brandon Miller's and... not going to be there next year. Okay, but I'm talking this year. Like, look at the teams this year, I'm saying. But I'm talking about his sixth he's, year. Okay, but you're we saying, need to like... move on from this. Okay. <laughs> Like a lot of disagreement. We could go for a while. That's. I'm just. I'm very sad that K State didn't make it. They were the most fun team to watch. Is there in a very long time? A senior. Yeah, he's done. Ah. Noel's done. He is. Dang. Dang. He was like a grad transfer. Him and Keontae Johnson. Yeah. I was really cheering for because Keontae Johnson almost died. Yeah. Should have been Oscar. Desi Sills, dude is a freak. He's really hoping for them. Yeah, that's uh that's about it. 
but I knew once I saw wild wild final four. UConn's probably the favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. And then probably Miami's and the half. next. So like one of them's gonna get knocked out because they play each other. What would the line be if it was San Diego State Miami in the title game? Yeah, under six. Oh, oh, easily. I bet it's like I bet one. Miami would be favored by one or two, max. What if it's UConn FAU? UConn's favored by eight and a half or nine. Yeah. Easily, that, UConn might just blow everyone out. They're good. They could. They're good. I know that we have Miami in the parlay, but I don't know. It'll be exciting to watch. Should yeah. we do roulette? Let's do roulette. Yeah. All right. Go set it up. Twenty-four. Going back to back. There's no way twenty-four hits again. <laughs> if it does, it's twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. It's rigged if twenty-four hits again. 16. Don't know why. You went 17 last week, and it was almost 17. Yep, I'm just going down. I'm just going down the number. And 22. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. 24. Back to back. 16. 14. Oh. Oh. That was close. Close. You don't want that one though. No, you don't. I want you it to get bigger. I want it to get bigger. Yeah. Wait till the pot's a little bigger. Yeah, that would have been a fifteen dollar winner though. Yeah. Yeah. Would have paid for my next meal. Yeah, it's true. All right. Enjoy this awesome interview with Jeremiah Charles. Great kid. Yeah. Great interview. Dude is fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be a weapon. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out now. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are excited to welcome on Nebraska football recruit Jeremiah Charles to the pod. Jeremiah, welcome on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on, man. Um, So you're actually the third recruit we've had on this pod that has only played one year of high school football. You've only played one year of high school football, right? Yes, sir. And you committed to Nebraska. Do you understand, like, how crazy that is? Yeah, that is kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, to be a little special for. What What has it been like, um, just jumping into football your senior year and then getting recruited to go D one? Honestly, it's been a blast. I, I really fell in love with the game of football, just this one year playing football. Uh, it's like the brotherhood and then the coaching. It's just, it just all connects. It's, it's good. Absolutely, we love it. Um. What was your dream go- growing up? Because I know you're a pretty big basketball guy. Was that kind of – did you think you were going D1 in basketball? Yes, sir. For sure I thought I was going D1 in football. I mean basketball. <laughs> uh, were you being, like, recruited um, by any big schools for basketball? Uh, Well, I had interest from a lot of schools, from a lot of big schools, like Murray State and stuff like that, but I, they never really threw the offer. And then as soon as I commit to Nebraska, I got the Louisiana Tech offer. Oh, geez. For basketball, yeah. As soon as you committed for football, you started getting more basketball offers? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, So why did you end up flipping to football, or what sparked your interest uh, to play? I could just see myself going somewhere with football. In basketball, it's way harder being a 6'2 guard. Like, 6'2 in basketball, it's like you're small. Yeah. In football, <laughs> it's like – if in football, it's like almost like an elite height, like a good height. Was there a was there a guy or someone who like pushed you um to start playing? 
my twin brother. Twin he was brother. like, you might, as, you might as well. It's your last year. Play last, play this last year with me. I was like, all right, then I'll do that. Oh, so you play with your brother? Yes, sir. Nice. Is he going anywhere? Yeah, he's going to New Mexico State. Mexico State. Nice. Love it. You're, now you're a football family. That's awesome. Yeah, so I kind of have a track question. It's going to sound kind of dumb, but <laughs> how do you get faster? Is it just like more running? Kind of how do you get faster? Oh, running at a high speed consistently, like dang near daily, like always running. That'll get you faster. Okay, so we need to start running daily. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> I don't run at all, so I can't run daily. So that, yeah. that might be a problem. <laughs> Um, so it's pretty crazy. Obviously, we talked about you jumping in your senior year playing football. We see it all over TV. We, um, Texas high school football is um like crazy. Uh, what what is it? What was the experience like when you jumped in? And can you talk a little bit about um Texas high school football in general? Is it just insane? Texas football is like, like basically, I don't know how. To, I don't even know how to compare it. It's like basically college football, honestly. It, it gets so much hype and so much attention to college football. I mean, Texas football. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it because we had a couple of packs there. No, it's just roaring. Like, the crowd go crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. What was the most difficult part about starting football so late in your career? The IQ probably about it. Mm -hmm. the, just knowing what to do and how, like, to run a route or, yeah. like, yeah, just knowing what to do, basically. Did it take you a long time to like learn the playbook and like what needs to be done? No, oh, no, sir. I'm a I'm a smart like if I see it one time I can comprehend it. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about your commitment to Nebraska. Um, how did your recruitment go and how did you eventually get to be a Husker? So how did it start? Like off the rip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... yeah Sorry. So my coach, my old coach Bob Wager, he was this our head coach at our school and he had just went to Nebraska and stuff like that. And then he came back to watch Ishmael. Mm -hmm. Y'all know Ishmael, right? Yeah. yeah we so, that dude's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dog right there. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> but they came to watch Ishmael and do a couple of dunks and whatever. And they were supposed to leave right after that, mm -hmm. but they actually stayed for the game. So I like dapped them up during warmups and stuff like that. Just saying, what's up, saying what's up to my coach. I ain't know him as like the the Nebraska coach. I know him as my high school coach type stuff. So I'm just saying, dabbing him up, saying what's up to him. And then the game started going along, and then I started just going off. Basically, I started getting dunks and stuff. I had like two dunks in the first half, and then in the second half, I had uh, alley oop, and then I dunked on somebody. There you go. And it was just, yeah, I just had a good game, honestly. And then my boy Gage was basically talking to the coaches a little bit about me. Told him my triple jump, yeah, yeah, woo, woo. Man. <laughs> yeah. And then they finally threw me the offer at by the end of the game. Yeah, it took me into the office and we talked about uh do I see myself playing football in college and stuff like that. And then he finally offered me a spot. Did he, off um, did he offer team. you like that day? Yeah, that same day. Really? Yes, sir. Jeez, that's a crazy story. Yeah, so I guess getting to Nebraska, what about it was kind of appealing to you coming all the way up to Nebraska? Honestly, the distance. I didn't want to stay in Texas mm -hmm. for college anyway, so I already wanted to go far. 
I feel like if I go far, I can lock in and focus on me. Mm -hmm. What were your um, initial thoughts on the new staff? Obviously, Coach Rule is new this year. And then um, Garrett McGuire, he's the wide receiver coach, 24. What what was the initial um, reaction with those guys? I was excited. I was I was ready. I'm ready to perform. I'm ready to come come work for them. Those guys, those guys specifically, because they already have the highest. Mm-hmm. They already been at that level. I'm trying to get to that level. Absolutely. Is Garrett pretty cool? Yeah, that's my dog. That's my dog too. <laughs> he, he's real cool. What he's around art. Because like, we're 25, and I don't know how I would like go out on the road and recruit like another college player. Like, yeah. He's 24. Yeah. What makes him such a good recruiter at 24 years old? Honestly, I think it's his background because his background, his his father is Coach McGuire from Texas Tech. So it's like you got to give we got to give him some respect, honestly, because you know what he's doing. Like he knows what he's doing. He's been around it for so long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, what was the biggest selling point? Um, at Nebraska, like, did you have a moment where you're like, oh, yeah, like, this is the spot for me? Hmm. The biggest one? Yeah. Ah, facilities look good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard the way they feed you. That that sounds good, too, honestly. That would be my favorite part, too. Have you seen, uh, like, the blueprints of the new stuff they're building? Yes, we walk. We got to walk through it and oh, you did? on our official visit. Yeah, nice. That's awesome. You can see it all coming together. Yeah, yeah. Is there one game in particular next year that you're really looking forward to? I say Colorado. You playing? Uh, yeah. It has to be. Prom time. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna be a good game. Yeah. Um. What are you most excited for coming to Nebraska and being a Husker? Really just to better myself and honestly, just make a name for myself, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Um, see what else we got. Um, so obviously we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, Ismail is your guy. Um, we love him. He was awesome. He came on the pod earlier. Well, did you grow up with him? Well, not really grow up, but like in middle school, seventh grade year, that's when I met him and we played basketball. Nice. So what was it like kind of going through this process and then you're both committing to Nebraska? Is that pretty sweet? Yeah, that's crazy. Because this is first year too. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's one of like the coolest thing that has kind of gone on during like a recruiting visit? I like the pitchers, and I love the coaching staff energy. They always have energy, so they're like it's it's just a good atmosphere to be around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the Husker Husker coach is pretty pumped up when you got there. Yes, sir. Nice. Um. Okay. So obviously committed to Nebraska, coming here. Um. What kind of guy is Husker Nation getting in Jeremiah Charles? Can you hype the fans up a little bit? Uh, you're getting. A guy that's determined, so ready to work, outgoing guy, cool guy, funny <laughs> guy. You feel me? Uh, just a chill. He chill at some points. You feel me? Yeah, we love that. That's awesome. You got any more? 
That's all I got. Wow. Being, a bas- being a basketball guy, um, you talk to Fred Hoiberg at all? Get in the gym a little bit? <laughs> I actually didn't really talk to him, but I feel like I could get in the gym a little bit. You're a sport athlete. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah, change change the uh, the program for basketball around too. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Love that. <laughs> Can't wait for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any more? Yeah. All right, Jeremiah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, man. We can't wait to watch you next year. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. You bet. Go Big Red. Go Big Red. Yes, sir. Go Big Red. Talk to you later, man. Yeah. yeah. We love it. <laughs> See ya. All right. All right. Thank you, Jeremiah. Very good interview. Great guy. Him, Him with and- Jalen Lloyd. Yeah. Huh. Fast. Got some speed. And Malachi. Oh, my gosh. We're, we are getting some weapons at wide receiver that we don't typically have just throw them the ball and let them run yeah just throw it up see what happens yeah or just we don't even have to throw it up right just do a bubble screen yeah. it's classic nebraska yeah. play but now Frost we actually have guys that can execute run fast yeah yeah give them the ball and run straight yeah no one's catching them last time we had like a f- really fast yeah i mean trey palmer was fast but trey we weren't using fast, him yeah. we were in throwing, that situation we were throwing bubble screens to yeah oliver martin yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, JD Spielman. JD Spielman and Wandale. Yeah. Did yeah. not utilize Wandale to his potential. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's not a running back. Down. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Good pod this week. Excited for the final four. Go Canes. Go Canes. Yeah. yeah next time we go meet Canes, the national go championship will be uh be done. So we'll have a champion. Yeah, we will. Because that's next Monday. Mm-hmm. So is it Monday or Sunday? It goes Saturday, Final Four, Monday, championship. There we go, having a championship. championships on a weekday. On a Monday. That's awesome. That's Classic so NCAA. Classic. Yep. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. Chris. Have yourself a top ten weekend. A Herd at Sports Network production. <laughs>